0: Now the show about faith, miracles, and the supernatural, Praying Medic Live. Our host is a paramedic and a former atheist who now sees miracles nearly every day, and he teaches others how to live a supernatural life. Here he is, Praying Medic.
1: Good evening, folks. This is Praying Medic Live, and I am your host, Praying Medic. I am here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. I do want to welcome our listeners who are listening online through the KFNX uh, website, all my Facebook friends that are tuning in. Thanks for uh, joining us tonight. Joining me in the studio tonight is my amazing and beautiful wife, Denise. Hello. Hey, baby. Thanks for joining us. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to teach average believers how to live a supernatural life. We do that mostly through the articles and books that we publish on the kingdom of God. So tonight we're going to be talking about some of our books that we've written so far, And if we have time, we'll talk about some of the books we're going to publish in the future. Now, we are also going to be giving away books tonight. So here's the deal. We have three books that are in print. Divine Healing Made Simple, My Craziest Adventures with God, Volume 1, and Seeing in the Spirit Made Simple. We just published our fourth book in print, but it's not available right now.
0: Yeah, we just hit the publish button. Today. On, on so Amazon. We have to wait for a proof to come back to us and then we have to approve that. So that should be
1: available probably sometime. Tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon or to tomorrow mm-hmm.
0: night. Yeah, now we're gonna turn the tables and I'm gonna interview you tonight. Oh my gosh. You'd be nice to me. You've been interviewing lots of people the past few weeks.
1: I like interviewing people.
0: I know. It's it's fun, I guess. So I'll find out if it's fun. Um What I would like to know, well, you've published a bunch of books now. There's really seven books, I believe, once this last
1: one
0: comes out. So I would like you to tell us a little bit about your latest book and why you wrote it. Not the one that's coming out tomorrow.
1: The one that's available.
0: But the one that's available.
1: Emotional Healing in Three Easy Steps. Yep. The most common comment I'm getting from people on social media is, I really can't believe that you can get emotional healing in three simple, easy steps. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of people who do not believe that you could come up with a process to heal emotional trauma that only takes literally five or 10 minutes. Because most people have been through, they've been through deliverance or they've been through emotional healing. And most of the time, that process takes hours. It takes days. It takes weeks. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't.
0: Well, I've been in counseling in the past and uh, that could take years, years.
1: Well, interestingly enough, I have a testimony from a friend. I was working with her on Facebook, and she had been through counseling for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, She had been molested as a child. She had a lot of emotional trauma. She'd been to counseling. She'd been on medications for depression and, I think, probably bipolar. She said none of it helped, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes it helps the symptoms, but it doesn't heal what's going on. You still have the depression. You still have those taunting thoughts and the voices and all that stuff. So one day I was on Facebook and we were just doing chat. And I said, hey, let me try to take you through this process that I've developed. And I just walked you through the process. It's very simple. It's just a three-step process. After about 20 minutes or so doing that, all of the painful emotions from her childhood trauma, completely gone.
0: Mm, That's Uh, amazing. The shame
1: was gone. The guilt was gone. The anger and the rage, completely gone. And she couldn't believe it. She said, how can this be? I've gone through counseling for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever made me feel like this. Are you kidding me? Can it be that simple? And I said, yeah, it is that simple.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, and you've been through the process
1: yourself. Yeah. And I, and that was actually what kind of uh, spurred me to write the book was, mm-hmm. you know, Matt Evans, a good friend of ours who... Has He just is so awesome. I mean, I love him. And mm-hmm. Matt is actually going to be writing a book. He's re- written a book, and he's going to be publishing that. But Matt took me through the process of emotional healing, and you went through it. I've been through a you process myself, yes. You went through myself, a process with yes. someone else. We have a bunch of friends who've been through emotional healing. And what I started to do is look at all the different—like, we're familiar with Sozo. We are familiar with Theophastic. You know, you got the um, Healing Trauma series mm, Yeah. from—, from like Elijah, it. Yeah, Elijah House, House Ministries. So mm-hmm. we've studied a lot of different approaches to emotional healing, but we found out a lot of them use some basic principles mm-hmm. that are kind of flow through all of them. So it just so happened that the day after I got healed, I had an ambulance call. I transported a woman who had the same problem I had. I got to pray with her in the ambulance. It took us about 10 minutes and boom, her emotional trauma was was pretty much gone. Mm-hmm. So from that experience, I realized, you know, if you hit a couple of simple concepts, you can get people healed. And then, you know, you can get yourself healed, but you can teach other people how to do this virtually in 15 or 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. You
1: wrote a book based on a popular film recently.
0: You want to tell us about that?
1: I did. This is one of those books that I never really planned on writing. I I did not see this coming. I Mm -hmm. mean, a lot of the books that I have planned... Uh, on writing i've seen them coming you know a year ahead of time this one came out of the blue until we went into theater and saw the film american sniper i had no idea this book would ever be written but through that strange set of circumstances my partner and i uh when we were on duty got to go to a theater watch a uh, film american sniper he had yeah, already, watching
0: a movie on duty that's he, pretty had, good. he had
1: already seen it and we're it was a slow day and one of the guys said hey we were there at the mall." with another crew. It was just a very slow day. And one of the guys goes in and, and talks to the uh, the staff that was working the theater and said, hey, can we come in and watch a movie? And they said, yeah, you guys can come in and watch for free because mm-hmm. the theater was empty. So they let us go in on duty, watch a film for free. <laughs> That's and, great. Well, the funny thing was I had a dream about the same time that I was I had gotten a new job and I was allowed to go in and watch movies for free <laughs> in the dream. and. In the dream, we were being trained how to use this privilege but not abuse it. So anyway, saw the movie American Sniper. And because my partner, current partner is a Christian, we started talking about the film. I started connecting dreams that I'd had over the last five years to scenes from the film. I've had dreams where I had a sniper chasing me. Mm -hmm. I've had dreams where I was part of a military uh, group. I've had dreams where I was overseas working as like a special operative and stuff. I had a lot of military dreams, and I didn't understand all of them, but this film, American Sniper, helped me put together these dreams. The book is really just a a series of illustrations of how the believer and their life in regard to spiritual warfare is like the life of a Navy SEAL. Mm -hmm. Learning tactics, learning to use weapons, learning how to follow commands from above. Right. All of that stuff. And so I really liked that book. I had more fun writing that book than any book Mm -hmm. I've written so far. Well, Well, that's a guy
0: thing. It's a guy thing.
1: But, you know, (laughs) know, spiritual warfare is for everyone. Spiritual warfare is for everyone. And even though the cover has, you know, it's got the sniper on there and it's Mm -hmm. got the American flag, that book appeals to uh, men in a big way, young men. I mean, most of the people that have been buying it are young men between the ages of 18 and 30. But the thing is, some of the best feedback and comments and reviews we have so far are from women Mm -hmm. who who have said, I haven't even seen the film, but I love this book Mm -hmm. because it teaches such deep spiritual principles. Yeah. Well, we have
0: dreams about that stuff, too. I mean, I do. I have military dreams.
1: Yeah. I I have warfare dreams. I had a friend hit me up on Facebook. She sent me a private message and said, you know... I read the book and then it started clicking. I had this dream where I was looking at myself in a mirror in the bathroom. And then I turned around and I looked in the mirror again and I was wearing a military uniform. And I had never knew what that dream was all about. <laughs> yeah, so now she knows. So that book, you need to come up with another cover design for that. Yeah, well, that we can appeal do to women. for women, uh, yeah. But I think that's a really good book. Um, it's been selling very well. And I did write that book to kind of reach another audience. Young men who might not read spiritual books, mm-hmm. uh, guys who play you know, video games and they're into Halo and uh, Call of Duty and those type of games and watch those movies, that yeah. book was really designed to reach that audience to teach them about spiritual warfare and the realities of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So I, I really had a lot of fun writing that book. Yeah, we don't war against cool.
0: flesh and blood, so that's we, the thing we, we have to remember. We
1: do not war against now flesh and blood.
0: Yeah, let's talk about another book that you published on economic collapse. Uh, There's kind of a backstory on that. Could you tell us about it?
1: There is a backstory, and you are the backstory behind (laughs) that book.
0: (laughs) I already know the answer, but...
1: Yeah, well, Denise and I had been reading some books that had to do with some financial guys like Peter Schiff and a few other people who had predicted the stock market collapse from 2008. And they said that Look, they saw this coming. They could see the, the yeah, the
0: mortgage bubble, the banking crisis, the mortgage all that. bubble.
1: So they these guys also wrote books saying that that was a small version of a larger collapse that's coming in the future.
0: Right, scary, isn't it?
1: And they have a lot of good research to back it up. Yeah, they do. And then you start having voices like John Paul Jackson and Larry Randolph, prophetic people, and all these other people saying that we're having the perfect storm. We're going to see uh, economic, you know, hardships coming. Yeah, Rick. Rick Joyner now, there's a lot uh, put of out some
0: videos about that.
1: A lot of different people have been predicting, both in the Christian world and in the secular world.
0: Right. They were sort of aligning
1: the, the thinking and the prophetic words. So you said, honey, we need to find out what the heck is going on here. And mm-hmm. I have been having a bunch of dreams about mm-hmm. economic collapse and difficulties. I and had things. some too, yeah. So what I did was I spent a couple of years doing research— Mostly reading books, um, online articles, and studying the financial markets. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of research on the historic cases of economic collapse. I, we really studied the one in Argentina Yeah, because I asked, how long does it last? How long does it last? What do we have to be prepared for here? Right. And, and a lot of people don't know this, but there are many, many instances of economic collapse around the world mm-hmm. in the last century. Right. Dozens of them. They've been well studied. And if you look at the historic cases of economic collapse, you can kind of predict how long an economic collapse is going to last, how long the rioting and the civil unrest and all that stuff lasts. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen, what the government will do, what the people will do. The reactions of people to that sort of a thing, how the government reacts, they tend to be very predictable. So we did a bunch of research. I did a bunch of research. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And kind of gave a lot of information about what has happened historically, brought in uh, some dreams that I've had, and we kind of Mm -hmm. interpreted the dreams. And then uh, I gave kind of a kingdom view of what God's heart is if we were to suffer an economic collapse. What is God actually trying to accomplish through that?
0: Yeah. You do some really good basic teaching, though, of economics at, at a level that most people can understand in that book. I mean, there's charts and stuff, but they're very helpful, I think. Um, but then, then the whole thing is really about what God. Yeah. I mean,
1: everything I write about, I try to make it simple. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when it comes to, you know, how do banks work? Who is the fed? Yeah. How does the treasury work? How do central banks work? How do interest rates rise and lower? Mm -hmm. Um, all that stuff. I, I kind of explain in the very first part of the book, all of these different concepts in layman's terms in a way I think anyone can understand.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty good education if you don't know anything about that stuff or if you've always been wondering what are people talking about, you know, when they talk about this on the news. Yeah, so there but that the book is hopeful. That's it's the hopeful. thing. There's, it's not
1: it's not a doom and gloom no. book. You know, there's been a lot there of books There's been written. a lot. <laughs> there's been a lot of if you're familiar with the Four Blood Moons and the Shemitah and the Harbinger and a lot of other books. There are a lot of books out there right now that are portraying things as a a doom and gloom. Things are winding down to the end scenario. I don't see that happening necessarily. I think there is... Actually, the Lord gave me a series of dreams over two or three weeks where he showed me what life would be like after an economic collapse, Mm -hmm. how we would rebuild, how we would restructure things. I had one dream where we were rebuilding a new stock market. Mm -hmm. So the, the book takes a prophetic look at the possibility of economic collapse and goes into the future beyond it and what we what things might look like. Mm -hmm. The first dream that I had about economic collapse was in 2009. I think it was in November of 2009. I had, and this was not on my radar at all, Mm -hmm. but I I had a dream where I saw uh, news reporters reporting on the collapse of the global financial markets. There were three, I think, different news accounts where they were just reporting that the financial markets had just melted down, the stock markets collapsed. And when I woke up from that dream, I thought, what in the world was that all about? Um, That was,
0: yeah, that was a long time ago.
1: Yeah, that was 2009. But I know several friends like Angela Langley. She had an almost identical dream around Mm -hmm. the same time where she saw the financial markets collapsing. Um, A lot of people have seen that.
0: I had dreams about going into banks. I'm trying to remember some of
1: that. I've had bank dreams. Where yeah, where that, you can't
0: withdraw your money or th- yeah. something like that. Well, there
1: was that one dream that I had where we went into our bank and we went in to make a withdrawal. We actually were going to close out our account, I think. And the teller wouldn't give us any money. He was entertaining me, oh, and yeah. doing tricks, trying to distract me so that I wouldn't realize they didn't have any money. The bank had basically lost all its money and was bankrupt, and I, they couldn't give us any money.
0: Yeah, that was pretty strange. You and I have had a
1: number of dreams about banks.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I did. You've had dreams about currency. I had a dream about currency. Really interesting one. One dream that I had, the government had issued a brand new type of currency and it wasn't just a new like plastic bills. It had to be spent in a different way. There were rules and restrictions on how much you could spend and how much what you could buy with it. It was very tightly controlled. Wow. I've had a number of dreams like that, so the uh, the book kind of goes into those dreams and explains their relevance. I had another dream where um, the Canadian healthcare system collapsed. It oh. just it, they <laughs> ran out of money. The, the The Canadian government ran out of money to fund their healthcare system, and they were lying to their citizens and basically telling them, "No, no, everything's okay. We have plenty of money." But the citizens were trying to get healthcare, and everything was being turned down. They couldn't see doctors. They couldn't get prescriptions. And the government was basically didn't want to tell the Canadian people that they'd lost it. They ran out of money.
0: Yeah. Well, we just recently had, you know, some volatility in the markets. Pretty serious.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As
0: a result of what's going on in China. So these are real issues.
1: Yeah, they and, are issues. Um, and if you're interested, I mean, like I said, there, there are some interesting things going on in the world with, with economics. But I don't think there's any reason to be fearful God is bringing a purpose in all of this. I don't necessarily think all of these things have to happen. I think Mm -hmm. some of them are like the plans of the enemy. And I think God is giving us a warning that this is what the enemy may be trying to do. And maybe God actually wants us to pray and intercede so that they don't happen.
0: Yeah. Well, that's really the good part about the book, is that it does give that angle and the hope that there is for for us believers.
1: So if you're interested in economics— And if you're interested in uh, taking a prophetic look at the future uh, of the global financial system, you might want to check out A Kingdom View of Economic Collapse.
0: It's not out on paperback, but maybe someday it will be.
1: But we're thinking about taking those short Kindle books and making them into paperbacks.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. It's not a long book, so it's not difficult to get through.
1: Do only special people have supernatural experiences? Hi, I'm Praying Medic a practicing paramedic and host of Praying Medic Live on KFNX, Thursday nights at 8. I've seen thousands of people healed through prayer, and I get direction from God through visions. Now, you might think I have a special gift, but I don't. Anyone can do this, and I can teach you how to live a supernatural life. Go to my website, prayingmedic.com, for articles, videos, and my best-selling books. That's prayingmedic.com. Welcome back to Praying Ooh. Medic Live. I am your host, Praying Medic, with my beautiful, talented, and amazing wife Denise in the mm-hmm. studio with me. I'm tapping my foot to the music. You are tapping your foot to the music. You're the one who picked out our theme music. Yeah, you did I a love great it. job. I get nothing but compliments on that on that song. Everyone loves it. So, if you've just joined us, we are talking about some of the books that I've written. Uh, And
0: we've already given away a few books tonight and we're going to give away away three
1: and we need to give away some more. So call us for Pete's sake. We're giving away free stuff.
0: (laughs) You published an overnight Amazon bestseller, the book called Seeing in the Spirit Made Simple. What made you decide to write a book on a subject that so many other people had already written books about?
1: My wife made me do it. (laughs) (laughs) Now come on No, you, but you did do a, an awesome cover design
0: Well, thank you I have Ever, gotten compliments on that
1: Everybody loves that cover It's it's pretty awesome So that was another book that I didn't necessarily see coming down the road I had planned other books in the Made Simple series But that one I hadn't seen coming And the Seeing day, in the spirit, you didn't see it coming I didn't see it coming I must be a false prophet <laughs> 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 Yeah, good um, no, what happened was when we sent out the manuscript to Lydia for editing on Craziest Adventures with God, Volume 1, that night I had a dream where I was writing a book on seeing in the spirit. And I thought, wait a minute, what the
0: heck? That's not the next book in, in the line.
1: That's not what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, and we had just read Michael Van Vlyman's book, How to See in the Spirit. Yes, we did. Which was a really awesome book.
0: I think I read that aloud to you.
1: You did read that aloud to me in bed on your Kindle. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good book. And uh, so I thought, you know, do we really need another book? Well, the Lord said, yes, we need another book. Because what, what Michael's book did was it moved the conversation on seeing in the Spirit in a different direction from where it had been going. Definitely. Because mm-hmm. Definitely. Michael was really the first person to say that seeing in the Spirit is for everyone, mm-hmm. that it's not a gift just for a few people.
0: And I was really seeking that at the time. I, I was jealous that you could see so much. Yeah, because I was having visions eyes, all the visions. time. And I'd say,
1: honey, just close your eyes. I, mean, and like, you'd...
0: I see black. What? What's wrong with me?
1: You know, right.
0: But reading his book really did help me. Um, the ex- his exercises yes. helped.
1: Uh, so but my my thing is made simple. I want to make everything mm-hmm. simple. So I felt like this would be another book to add to what the, the collective knowledge of what we have about seeing visions and seeing it to the spiritual realm. So, with with me, I just break everything down into the most simple, basic concepts that the average person can understand. You don't have to have a theological degree to understand this stuff. Yeah,
0: but you do go into Scripture in it and sort of prove your case. Yeah, and um, and you know what?
1: We have testimonies of people who have done the exercises at the end of the mm-hmm. chapters. You have done the exercises. Yes. And now, this year when you close your eyes at night or in the morning oh, yeah, you see I'm seeing visions a lot more visions you see visions pretty often uh, I see often visions
0: now. of horses all the time and other people i see people running around and things i i see a lot of things that i don't Some, quite
1: understand yet sometimes you see like scrolls of script i've seen uh, scrolls yes and
0: i'm starting to get get a, a hint about what that's about <laughs> <laughs> right but um yeah. So the thing is, uh, seeing in the spirit, a lot of people think that's just a gift that you can't learn right. how and to do And most
1: of the books that have been written up until Michael's book, and we are going to try to get Michael Van Vlyman on the either show. on the radio show or on the podcast. Right. Uh, he is, he's a friend of mine, and he has already said, yeah, I, I'm in. I'll, I'll be on your you know show. So we'll, uh, we'll try to get him on. But most of the people who had written books on seeing in the spirit up until that point said it's just a gift. For a few special people, if you have a special anointing, if you have special favor with God, if you tithe enough, if you pray enough, if you fast enough, maybe you'll get this gift mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, it just... Well,
0: it seems to be like that with a lot of the gifts. So that's kind right. of what people think.
1: Jump through enough hoops and God will throw, throw you a bone and you have a gift that nobody else has. Right. But I, I don't see it that way. No. Uh, it's, it's my belief that, I mean, if you look through Scripture... There is no mention of seeing in the spirit as a gift, as a spiritual gift. And our experience is that people who just do the exercises and learn to focus their mind on the visions and things that they start seeing, and just retraining mm-hmm. your mind to, to train your mind to see things that are not in the physical world, you right. will start to see things in the spiritual world.
0: Yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you really would. So, um, your most popular book really is your first book, Divine Healing Made Simple. We have so sold over that? 10
1: million copies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think that's true.
1: <laughs> I had a dream of that. Oh, no. did you? No, I didn't. No, you no, silly. we haven't sold millions of copies. But it has been actually selling pretty well. And that's kind of odd, too, because there's a million books out on healing. And, yeah, and there there's a really of, are a lot. There's a lot of good books on healing. Mm-hmm. But this book has really... It's helped a lot of people. We've got some really good testimonies. People really like the down and dirty, straightforward, simple approach, because a lot of books on religion and spirituality tend to like over-spiritualize things. And they, they make things almost too nebulous and too difficult to understand. Mm-hmm. And my whole approach with writing books is I want to make things as simple to understand, not as confusing as possible.
0: Yeah, you really do lay it out. Uh, kind of step-by-step. Step. And the thing about healing, too, is everybody thinks it's just a gift that you not everyone oh my can do.
1: Don't even get me started.
0: So we already went over that in our first show about power and authority. Um, and I think when you interviewed Cindy, she touched Cindy, on that, Cindy, we too. went over that. We've but, talked
1: a lot on uh, on the fact that every believer uh, has the power and authority to heal.
0: From Jesus himself. From Jesus Yes.
1: Even if you don't feel like it. Because <laughs> well, your there's a lot of trial and error your involved. Your authority and your power is not something you necessarily have to feel.
0: Yeah, true.
1: I don't feel anything when I pray for people. Yeah. So I mean, I feel their shoulder or I feel their <laughs> knee. <laughs> That's all I feel.
0: So, what about um uh did you talk about how it addresses questions about why people aren't
1: healed? That is, well, and that brings up two subjects I wanted to talk mm-hmm. about. So, what makes our book, Divine Healing Made Simple, different from all the other books on healing. Well, as far as I know, no one's written a book that actually addresses the questions. Why are some people not healed? And mm-hmm. why do some people seem to lose their healing after they're healed?
0: Right. They think they're healed. They go home or they, or they know they're healed. They go home and the a symptoms day later, come back. a week right. later.
1: So we've written chapters in the book addressing those those questions that are kind of difficult. And one of the things that I want to do in the future is write a book just on the subject of why people aren't healed and why people lose their healing and how to regain your healing after you've lost it or, Mm -hmm. quote, lost it, unquote. Um, Because I think that would be a good ebook just for some people who want answers to those questions.
0: Yeah, and that's a bit of spiritual warfare. I mean, I know in my case I got healed of some terrible, terrible herniated disc
1: pain in my lower back. But not right away. Not
0: right away. It was five months. Nothing was happening. But then um, there was a big shift in my thinking.
1: There was a big shift. And, and that's the I cool got, thing is you and I have testimonies of people that we've prayed for who weren't healed and weren't healed and weren't healed. And then, mm-hmm. boom, one day they did get healed. But there was something that changed, something that shifted that brought the healing. And that's the kind of thing that we teach on. We, we try to teach people, look... There, there are some components that are missing, and some things that we're we're not doing right, and, and wrong thinking, and things of that nature. And if you get those things out of the way, things yeah fall into place. Things fall into place. Hey, that music means we are going to another break. Do not go away. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more of Praying Medic Live on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. Hey, honey, it's the WooHoo Girls. Yeah. Welcome back to Praying Medic Live. I'm your host, Praying Medic, and this is my wife, Denise, in the studio with me. Hello. If you just joined us, we're talking about some of the books that we've published. Divine Healing Made Simple is going to have a second edition. Yeah. We might as well talk about that real quick.
0: Yeah. Well, some actually, some people are using it in their small group studies and some uh, There's a classes. healing school
1: that is using it as their textbook. Yeah. And we knew when we published this book, you told me, you said, you know, you, what is going to happen when you change your ideas about healing in five years and you're going to want to write a different book? And right. I said, well, you know, we can write a second edition. Yeah. So we'll because, probably
0: add to it. There's more things we've yeah, learned Yeah, we, we've then.
1: learned some things. We're going to add a chapter on emotional healing and we're going to update some of the content. And maybe uh, put some chapters?
0: discussion questions in, exercises. at the end of each. Discuss- yeah. Probably For exercises small and discussion questions. Yeah,
1: I think that would be great. Well, either that or we have to write a workbook. And I don't want to write a workbook, so we'll just put in some discussion questions yeah. at the end of the chapters.
0: So can you um, just give us also a quick overview of My Craziest Adventures with God? Volume 1 is out, and Volume 2 is coming out probably tomorrow.
1: Right. Volume 2 is available on Kindle right now volume two in paperback will be out tomorrow yeah so about 50 stories in each book that of in each book of just the crazy ridiculous things we've seen god do Mm -hmm. from healing neck pain and healing migraines we go to airline places and get on airplanes and we see people healed we see people healed in coffee shops hardware stores restaurants and a lot of the the stories
0: are you at work in, A lot of stories get in the, the, network, ambulance, in the or ambulance, hospital
1: or in the nursing homes, mm-hmm. praying um, for people there. Yes, some crazy healing stories about dreams, some mechanical miracles, some car miracles, some financial miracles. Financial. Mm-hmm. It's these books are just testimonies. They're testimonies about the amazing, cool things that God does to show His love to people. Yeah, and so they're inspiring. And mm-hmm. there is some teaching in those books, but it's mostly testimonies that are to inspire that teaching books are the made simple books. Right. I do want to write a book on uh, something like seven or eight reasons why people are not healed when you pray for them, because we've kind of well, tracked down. those questions down, come up a lot. They do come up a lot. And we've tracked down some reasons why people aren't healed when you pray for them. So mm-hmm. that'll be a short ebook I think we're going to put out. There's another one similar to it, but it's like seven or eight keys to releasing healing and miracles.
0: Right. These will be shorter books, short books, right? They're not as in depth, but it's going to be good information because people want to know this stuff.
1: Yeah. And you'll be able to pick them up for a couple of bucks on Amazon. I want to write a short ebook on resting in God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been learning about how to rest and how to do ministry and not strive and not feel like I have to be on the hamster wheel. Always, you know, right. per- performance minded and trying to please God and all that stuff. So I think there's a book on, on rest I've always up. had trouble with rest.
0: <laughs> I'm kind of like the hamster wheel person, you know. You
1: are, you and, are. Uh, but you, you know, you're getting better. A
0: lot of people have prophesied that I'm in a season of rest, and I say, "Oh, really?
1: Doesn't <laughs> it doesn't feel like, feel like that, <laughs> right?"
0: But I think we're talking about two different types of rest,
1: right? Uh, there's there's spiritual there's rest, inactivity, and there's physical rest, right? And the rest we're talking about is not sitting on your butt and not doing anything, exactly. Because I write a lot and I work a lot, but I do it from a place of rest. Mm-hmm. So. That, look for that. Um we're also going to be doing a book on emotional healing and deliverance made simple. That'll be one of the made simple books. Yeah. We're going to be doing a book on hearing God's voice made simple.
0: You're going to have a book on that, but you're also going to have a compilation book.
1: We also have a compilation book. From I have, a bunch of authors. And we are putting together a compilation book on hearing God's voice. All of whom have a slightly different perspective on how to hear God's voice. That I have no idea when that will be out because they That's editing, a big project, bigger than we thought. a Huge project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot it's bigger. I didn't bigger. expect to have that many authors writing. But that I think is going to be a groundbreaking book because it's gonna help a lot of people realize they've been hearing God for a lot longer than they realized. When they start reading mm-hmm. these stories and people teaching, I think it's gonna help a lot of people tap into the and help realize
0: the ways that God speaks the ways that God speaks. To them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm looking forward to that. And, so uh, and there's going to be, books
0: co- coming up in the Kingdom of God Made Simple series, Traveling in the Spirit Made Simple.
1: Traveling in the Spirit Made Simple.
0: And controversial in ca- oh, some ways a controversial in the Christian
1: community. But I, but I You're am... going to get
0: calls. You're going to get oh, emails. I'm gonna,
1: I'm get, I hope I don't <laughs> get death threats. <laughs> but, you know, we've learned a lot about this. And I have a lot of friends who have a lot of experience with Traveling in the Spirit. So I've been interviewing my friends. I've been soliciting people to submit testimonies and stories of spirit travel. The book is going to be pretty, pretty thick with testimonies. It'll also be thick with uh, teaching and lots of biblical exposition. Yes. Because most people do, are not aware how much spirit travel was going on in the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more than most people think. I think it's pretty exciting, actually. It is. And yes, we're going to talk about astral projection. And yes. And how that we'll, compares to we'll traveling in the spirit. We'll and compare and contrast astral projection and traveling in the spirit with the way Christians do it. We're not doing astral projection. No. No. We do not advise that. And then we have the Bogren series. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, to be honest, I really want to get writing that series.
0: Well, it started out as some chapters you wrote just for fun on Facebook. Yes. Notes. I was
1: writing short installments on Facebook and it. Was uh, really popular. Fiction. Just, yeah, it's a fiction story, fictional story of a young woman who suffers from depression and she actually commits suicide. Mm -hmm. And then she goes into heaven and she gets to hang out with some people up there. And all the time that that's going on, she has a, her best friend is down here on earth doing all kinds of stuff. And she is a, she's a spiritual ninja. She's really, really dialed in, but that series of short stories on Facebook got tremendous feedback. So I decided to I, w- I would like to write a novel and possibly a trilogy based off of that, because what you can do through fiction, uh, how you can illustrate spiritual principles, spiritual warfare, keys to like healing and deliverance and stuff like that, I mean, the, the Bogren series really is going to be a very, very sneaky. High tech training manual for kingdom operations Mm -hmm. for healing and deliverance and stuff like that, but it's going to be told through fiction stories,
0: right? Which is a lot more fun for some people. I know people love to read fiction. Right. I'm not one of them, but I'll read it because it's your book. (laughs) You're (laughs) going to have to
1: read it because you're my first line editor for Pete's sake. You do not have a choice.
0: So maybe we should. Do you want to talk about any other books, um, or do you want to? talk about where people can find these
1: books and find you. I have a few short stories that I would like to write, but what do you have, down?
0: Power and Authority Made Simple. Power
1: and Authority Made Simple. All of these books that I'm talking about, I have at least 20-30% to written already. Some of them are (laughs) half-written. You are a writing machine. Uh, I have a lot of rough information on Power and Authority Made Simple. Again, that was a book I did not anticipate writing until I watched a video featuring John Paul Jackson and he talked Mm -hmm. about power and authority and then the penny dropped for me and I started to realize wait a minute there's something that people are missing about power and authority so I've been praying about that and learning and and, uh, reading and I'm looking forward to writing that book it may not impact a lot of people's lives but I, I personally want to write that book because I think it's a very misunderstood subject and I think it needs someone to address it in mm-hmm. a way that can make it easy.
0: Yeah, so the books are available on Amazon.
1: My books are available on Amazon. You can go to prayingmedic.com, and you can go to the uh, tab at the top, My Books. You can check out the books there, but it's going to take you to Amazon. I pretty much sell most of my books off of Amazon right now. It's easier. I don't have to do the shipping. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do the tax. I don't have to... <laughs> Amazon mm-hmm. makes it so easy. So if you're not an Amazon fan, I apologize. It is
0: the biggest uh, way to get your books out there. It's though. the biggest, easiest mm-hmm.
1: way to get get the books out there, so mm-hmm. both the paperback and the Kindle books are available on Amazon.
0: So how about social media?
1: On social media, you can get a hold of me on Twitter. I'm back on Facebook. So are you
0: at Praying medic on Twitter? I, I am I'm
1: at Praying medic on Twitter. Uh, my on Facebook page is Praying medic. My Facebook profile is David Joseph. Facebook uh, basically shut down my, my Facebook page, so you can find me there. Hey, we are going to be out of here. That music means we yeah. are coming down to the end. So glad you tuned in. We are glad you tuned in. All you people out there in Nashville and Los Angeles and New York, thanks for Olympia, joining us. Olympia, Washington. Olympia, Washington, and Tumwater. Love you guys. Hey, tune in every. Thursday night at 8 o'clock here on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX for Praying Medic Live. We are out of here.